the consumer, it's so easy. Like it's just a couple of clicks. We always have what we want. And so I thought, okay, that needs to be actually true for uh, being more responsible when it comes to fashion. Like as consumers were completely left alone in the dark to sort of try and understand stuff or um, sort of trust uh, with yeah, all the good intentions, whatever the brands tell us. another episode of the sustainability issue podcast i'm desi your host and i have amazing news i was so happy to learn that the sustainability issue was featured by feedspot on the top 30 fashion podcasts to follow in 2021 list so i'm so excited and so thankful so thank you, thank you, thank you for following and for your comments and your support and for rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts and following on Spotify. And please do if you haven't done it yet. Um, it's really, really cool to see this recognition and motivates me to continue doing what I'm doing. So yeah, thank you. And let's jump right into today's episode because I have an amazing guest. Her name is Iris Kramim. She was born and raised in Milan, Italy, and she started out her career in digital innovation at various multinational companies, including Luxottica, Nike, and PVH, um, which made her relocate to the Netherlands. In February 2020, Iris co-founded Renoon. It's the smartest tool for finding sustainable clothing from multiple websites at once. Since the launch, they've gained global recognition as top 10 startup by female founders and startup bootcamp, and they have received multiple investments from industry veterans such as the ex-CIO of Gucci, the MD of Spotify Southern, just to name a few. In 2020, Iris was um, one of the top 70 pioneers of the new world according to Sifted and was on the top of Forbes 30 under 30 list for Italy. Iris is also part of the Leaders for Climate Action community, which works to bring together climate conscious leaders. Her commitment to a conscious lifestyle also reflects in her personal life. Um, she's a certified yoga instructor and her YouTube channel has generated over 10 million views. I'm super excited to have her today. So welcome, Iris. Thank you, Dasi. Excited to be here. I like to start with stories. So please tell us, how did you get to where you're now? Yeah, definitely. So um, definitely the entrepreneurial journey and becoming an entrepreneur wasn't in my plans. I never uh, had thought of actually that being part of my career. Um, actually, um, when I was still at university, what I really remember is I did an exchange in uh, Germany in Munich and I came back to my dad and say, hey, dad, I want to actually become the chief sustainability officer of a corporate. I really believe that as uh, businesses, we need to do something more than just selling products um, and selling services. 
we really need to incorporate other levels of impact that we can make in society, in our environment and everything around us. Um, and so basically I had this notion that sustainability was going to become something more and more important, especially for our generation. Um, and uh, the beginning of my career, actually, I went through another path because the question that I made myself is how do I actually become uh, how do I actually include sustainability in my career? Um, and the answer that I gave to myself was through technology. I believe that technology is a very important solution that we can give, um, that we can use really to tackle this problem. And so I really wanted to have um, a really expertise on that and really start my career in that. So that's what I did. Um, so before actually going to fashion, I had to do with startups and also when I came into fashion um, or the clothing industry, I really started at, so at, at Nike, uh, there I was uh, scouting for startups uh, and at PVH, I actually built a startup from scratch. So um, there was this project called uh, Serve the Future that we really literally brought from zero to 100. So when I started, I had zero stores and um, when uh, I left, we had in less than a year, uh, actually expanded to um, uh, more than 100 stores, like when uh, we had that concept that we really uh, could, uh, you know, scale. So um, that's really where I started and, and really looking at how um, tech can, you know, be used in fashion. And I really saw how tech could actually be used, not always for good. Um, and so really the the moment in which i uh, really i saw you know i experienced and i had um that problem myself that i needed to solve that's when i really said okay this problem of uh, sustainability needs to be tackled and um i felt like if i didn't solve this who else would um and and so when i had renewed as an idea um i you're never ready, right? But you're always like, you can be prepared. So I felt really prepared for it. That's amazing. And have you had a moment which just made the switch, which made you start the brand? Yeah, uh, definitely there was. Uh, I mean, as always, there are different things that happen in between along the way that sort of like take you to the path. Uh, you know, as I explained to you, like, the initial moment or also where I sort of, as, as a young person, I, I really saw how great it is to build, you know, businesses that have another soul uh, in, in themselves, within themselves. And, and so this is actually what happened also when, um, um, so here in Amsterdam, definitely it's a city. Um, I like to call it a little bit a city of the future because um, um, there's a mix of everything and technology here is very loved. And also when it comes to fashion tech, but also sustainability. And I have to say that it opened up also even further to this uh, sensitivity that I had towards sustainability and technology. Um, and I have to say that um, also here in Amsterdam, we have fashion for good and they played a big role within my journey. Um, but there was a ha-ha a moment. And that was basically two years ago. Um, uh, and and for, for the longest time, I've lived with uh, sustainability uh, for my personal life, um, you know, with food, uh, with my lifestyle. Um, what have I done with fashion, actually, in the end? 
then I hadn't, I was in this moment in which, um, and for the longest time I hadn't chopped anything uh, regarding fashion outside of the sample sales at the companies I was working at. And um, well, I needed this black dress for uh, a cocktail party. And um, I said, okay, like, Iris, what have you done uh, towards also yourself being part of a sustainable change in fashion? Like you've done so many other things within your lifestyle, uh, starting with food and uh, really other consumer goods you're choosing to buy. Um, and so I said, okay, I want to be part of the change and also now choose a dress that can help me be sustainable and more responsible in my purchase. And so basically I spent a month and a half uh, going online every night when I came, was coming back from work and really trying to, um, first of all, understand, okay, what do I want to do? Like, what type of impact do I want to have? Uh, then, you know, trying to Google brands, sustainable brands that do dresses and, you know, opening dozens of tabs and trying to find things that, first of all, I liked and second of all, I that would fit me. Um, and so, yeah, it was a very terrible journey. And I thought if I only the thought of saying, okay, I want to be responsible uh, the next time, it was really scary because, uh, you know, with our lifestyle today, we don't have that amount of time or effort that we can put on things like that. So we are so used to actually doing and, and having our whatever job to be done as, as, a, as a consumer it's so easy. Like it's just a couple of clicks. We always have what we want. And so I thought, okay, that needs to be actually true for uh, being more responsible when it comes to fashion. Like as consumers are completely left alone in the dark to sort of try and understand stuff or um, sort of trust uh, with, yeah, all the good intentions, whatever the brands tell us. Um, and I was actually really shocked that there wasn't really a full solution to this problem that would really fit uh, to what I had in mind. And so that's really where everything started. So very simple problem I needed to address, but a very complex solution on the other side, I have to say. Yeah. I know the struggle so well. And among my friends, the question is always the same. How, how do we find, where do we find, you know, sustainable fashion that's not extremely expensive and how can we make it easier for everyone to, to find it? So I think what you've built is really amazing and it's really tackling a problem which is so important. And especially it's so important for such a large part of, you know, um, the population, people who are ready to take more conscious decisions, but simply, for example, do not have the time to do all the research that's, yeah, usually one needs to do. Um, yeah. And so tell us a little bit more about Renown. Um, you're one of the top 10 fashion tech startups worldwide. How does the app work? Yeah, so basically, um, first of all, when we really went into the path of building it, so the first thing that I did was go and talk to people about it. And that's also how um, we built a team. We are four co-founders. Um, so we have Gabri on the data side, uh, Nico on the tech side, and Piero on the partnership side. Um, so we, we covered all the essential parts of what we needed to build, basically. Um, and so uh, with Renew and what we looked at, we looked at the 
first of all, we had a consumer insight, myself being the number one consumer user of the tool. Um, and second of all, we also had the perspective of the fashion industry. Um, most of us have extensive also experience in that in this industry. And so we looked at, okay, where is this industry going? Like, where is it going to be in five years? And what are the dynamics of the industry as well that are going to also reflect on uh, consumers? And so we thought that, first of all, circular economy is also something important and embedded. Um, and by that, meaning different ways to access uh, a specific product, uh, a specific clothing product. And uh, second of all, what we really saw is also the um, direct-to-consumer trend. And as a direct-to-consumer trend, it also becomes much, much more complicated as consumers to then sort of manage the brands that we know and then really have a place where you can sort of yeah, really manage and um, have a, a, an overview of the products from that brand. And so um, what we're doing, and, and, and so this is like one of the most important and also like the, the foundation of renewing it as a solution. And uh, second of all, it's, you know, how do we, so first, the, the most important question that we ask ourselves is like, what is sustainability? So what is sustainability on an industry level? And what is sustainability at the broader level outside of fashion as well? And what is sustainability for a consumer? Because also we are very aware of the fact that, you know, as a consumer, when you come to a platform, you normally bring within yourselves, you know, uh, your culture, your beliefs and everything else around you, surrounding your life. And also as a platform, we're very conscious that we can't, you know, change your perspective immediately just by looking at a platform you're going to completely revolutionize your world and so um what we really um saw is this opportunity to um really make an, a personalized experience in which um as a consumer as i also said in, in my journey um as a consumer you can choose and voice out what are the different topics, the different causes, uh, the impact free that you want to make. Um, and so we are actually the first platform to do this internationally. Um, and so as a platform, how Renewing works, it's really uh, the consumer goes through a journey um, in which it can really uh, sort of go within themselves and discover what are the different ways. First of all, they can have an impact in fashion because it's not just about sustainability, sustainability, and there's no one way to do it, right? So there's multiple ways that um, are, are, are great, but that also need to be combined because it, we're not going to solve a sustainability issue with recycled clothing only um, and, and, and so on and so forth. And so um, basically the user goes through this journey and um, then we were really focusing on providing this very personalized experience and what Renewon does like in the back end. So we, we basically connect with different um, platforms. They, those can be uh, multi-brand retailers, uh, direct brands, or also um, other platforms that provide new ways to consume fashion. So to, actually to us, um, buying new is an option it's not just the default uh, i mean you can buy secondhand uh, and rent items so those really become part of the way you access clothing and also scientifically proven to be 
um, a more responsible choice uh, depending on also the um, type of purchase and intention that you want to have as a consumer. And really what we do is that we integrate this data feeds within our platform. Um, once those, that data is integrated, it gets processed. And so we've developed actually an algorithm that processes uh, product information and we go really deep at the product level. So we kind of like the, a, a, a very important thing that we do, we did, especially at the beginning was really differentiate between, you know, corporate social responsibility, which is done at the corporate level, at the brand level, company level versus the actual sustainability and responsibility of the single item and product. Um, which we believe is really the way forward because it, it enables also sustainability to be more accessible and more mainstream because it means that as a consumer, I could still, you know, purchase from my favorite brand if I'm never going to leave my favorite brand, but at least we can divert their decisions to response, those responsible collections that are still done with high standards that we look at internationally. Um, and so basically what then we do is really uh, showcase in, in a transparent way to the consumer. We really, um, what we want to do is really like enhance and bring back that fun and enjoyable experience when you're, uh, you know, discovering products, discovering brands, um, also when it comes to sustainability, secondhand and rental. So we really want to bring that back. Um, and so, yeah, once the user has found their, what they're looking for at the moment, what we're doing is we're showing them exactly where they can purchase that item. So really renewing, uh, it doesn't just become another shop. It's really like a new way to sort of approach fashion um, and the first place you would go to as a consumer to really guide your search. Um, because indeed also information, education is an important part of the journey within the uh, app. So actually we're app first. That's so amazing. And it reminds me of a project I've been working on during university where um, we found out that, in fact, for people to take more sustainable choices, um, the experience needs to be just as good as in any other, you know, um, store or fashion shopping platform. And sustainability needs to be just, you know, self-explanatory, so to say. Mm -hmm. I think this is exactly what you're doing and develop and delivering also this you know, fun of the shopping that people don't want to give up. Mm -hmm. um, and also I love the notion of, you know, giving the power back to the consumer and really letting them define sustainability for themselves. I think this is something really, really um, interesting. Um, I'm curious, how do you choose the brands that you work with? Do you work mm -hmm. with any brands? Um, is it more direct to consumer or is it also fashion platforms and how does this work? Yeah, so currently we're focused on um, also the, the sort of um, part of premium to uh, high luxury as well. So we go to a wider range and also when it comes to style, also we take different ranges because of course we're a tech product and so we can personalize depending on the user needs. Um, and so uh, the way we choose brands is um, it, it basically varies between, okay, what are really like the brands that we also believe uh, fully embedding 
um, you know, Renewance values and uh, our users' values, those could be different. So also our personalization algorithm can really, in that sense, like what we are really building here, it's it's a matching. Like what we want to do is like match consumer with the brand and, and company on the other side. And so, uh, of course, we look at different, uh, you know, focuses. So we have brands that, for, for example, focus a lot on environmental issues and other brands that focus more on the, the social aspects of fashion. And so um, it really means that uh, in general, like all brands I have still and always each and every one of us actually, so uh, companies, but people, we have a lot to still do, to still learn and to still develop in the sustainability space. I have the, it's not only myself, but sustainability hasn't really been defined at the industry level. And so it's, it's really about embarking this journey together. But I also think that it, it, it needs both effort from brands and consumers because really also only the, if also consumers are really going to push for this, that really brands and especially those bigger companies are really going to invest and push towards this change. And so it's really important that consumers are given this very easy tool to, to make this change happen and to really say to the brand, Hey, look, I'm just going to, if you, I'm just going to buy this, uh, uh, sustainable, uh, responsible collection you've done um, and nothing else from you. Uh, because I know, um, um, uh, hopefully thanks to Renewon, uh, that really like this is like on the only thing that I can and I want to buy from you. Otherwise, I'm buying secondhand and I'm accessing your um, pieces in different other different ways. And so um, really uh, what we really believe that it's, it's really important when it comes to to guiding the consumer in this journey of sustainability um, is really showing them transparently what the brands are doing. So we actually differentiate between brands that are native as a core. So they're really born with sustainability at the, at the, at the core. And currently, um, actually, we have more than um, 200 now requests from brands to join the platform. So um, currently, we're prioritizing those brands that really also are in this area and really are um, embedding all the different values that we see um, our users are really requesting and I really want a focus on. Um, still trying to also bring diversity in there and uh, also the discovery experience for our users. And on the other side, um, we also have those brands that are transitioning or are starting out in this journey. And normally those type of uh, offering, we have it from our uh, multi-brand retailers. Uh, because that's an easy way for us to really manage and uh, process uh, data that it's uh, from brands that are not necessarily 100% because they are not born with sustainability at core, but they're really starting to transition towards that direction. And because we process information at the product level, we can really show, even if it's that one product, that one collection, that it's um, done responsibly. And anyways, we have an objective ways to really assess that because it's not just um as a brand like this is better than my other collections but it's more like okay this collection actually has the high standards of the industry yeah so interesting and i i totally am with you on that that this data is so important and it's giving um a sign back to the big companies of okay that's what consumers are demanding 
And since I have um, a lot of listeners who have a business background, and I'm sure it's going to be very interesting for them to hear a little bit more about the business model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, in terms of of that, um, we, um, let's say, although the the transaction, it's concluded into our partner website, because currently we're really focusing on retackling that discovery and experience for the user um we still got a, a commission on transaction so how it would anyways work for uh, a marketplace uh so more traditionally in that sense and actually we're, we chose to to really put that uh, as well transparently on our websites and our information uh, material online um yeah we believe a lot in transparency so um, we're the first ones of course that we want to do that with everything that we do as a company um and uh, another part uh, it's it's really also uh providing the industry with this data that we have so uh, at date, we have processed more than 3 million products already, just in, in, in a bit more than, than a year of really being active with the processing of data, although we started also in the beginning, but um, even before actually incorporating the company, but um, that it doesn't count in this sense. And really the amount of data, we, we have only started to scratch the surface and really the amount of information, insights that can be derived from this data uh, it's it, it's really great. And so this other part is uh, something that it's going to be very, very important to us to also achieve our mission to really bring that data-driven approach when it comes to sustainability. I think it's so important because indeed there is no uh, common definition of what sustainability really means um, on a global level. So I think you already talked about this, but I would just like you like you to tell us what sustainability means to you as a person and then for Renun. Yeah, so definitely. Um, so that's a, a very important question. So for myself, um, first of all, I've always been very tied to uh, environmental aspects. So uh, to me, I'm very drawn into everything that has to do with environment and um, but also actually uh, more on the innovation type of things. I'm very drawn into trying new materials like Apple skin or, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, in any sorts of new innovation that's happening out there. Sometimes um, uh, very weird in some sense, but also like a, a very experimental. I, I, I honestly like really love it. Um, and um, but when it comes to in general, like what sustainability then means to um, to 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 us as as Renew and as a brand. So this is really like what my personal like like I'm really drawn into this. Although there are other elements that I still consider when I purchase, you know, when I want to purchase more sustainably. Um, and and so really at Renew, we look at five areas of impact that as a user you can make: environmental protection human well-being, animal ethics, innovation and technology, and new modern consumption. And so environmental, uh, it really, really tackle all those uh, um, things that as a brand, as a product, those attributes that can really help towards this transition that we want to make. Um, so we have, it goes from upcycling, recycling, um, to using new, new ways to, to save water. Um, we look a lot at uh, certifications in this direction and also brands being part of um, B Corp, being B Corps or uh, being part of 1% for the planet. 
and so on. Uh, when it comes to human well-being, we really look at those elements that really look at um, how the human has been taken into consideration throughout the whole supply chain. So we go from um, ethical labor to actually more inclusivity and having um, that sensitivity towards representation and actually uh, the models that, that the brand has chosen to really portray their brand, um, because that also has a very important um, effect towards also like psychology and um, the, the well-being, uh, the mental well-being of the actual consumer in the end. Um, so we look at different aspects in this. Um, we have animal as well. So for users that are really also have a vegan lifestyle within themselves, but also care about topics like biodiversity. Um, and, and then we have innovation and tech. So uh, the, the part that I really love, which we consider, you know, which brands uh, use blockchain, um, which brands we have those that we call materials of the future. And finally, it's the new consumption uh, models, uh, the, new, the modern consumption. So there we look at slow fashion, really brands that um, are really going for uh, uh, less. So really tackling also what sometimes we call the elephant in the room is um, we are overproducing. As an industry, we are overproducing. Um, and so they're really tackling this uh, very important aspect of the industry as well. Um, or um, they're going for more modular concepts to also, uh, okay, how can we give the, um, this variety to consumers, but at the same time, avoid uh, them uh, purchasing a million things. So for example, we have a, a zip shoe um, brand. So what they have created is this um, way to reuse the sole of the shoe and actually change only the upper part, uh, which is kind of smart. And at the same time gives that um, variety and a sort of feeling that you're changing stuff as a consumer because we're yeah very used to that um and until yeah you know uh, a vintage uh, uh pieces that are uh, really also there um uh, really inspiring uh, projects that are out there that have been are being done around that so um yeah this is really what uh, sustainability is um uh, that how we really have incorporated the dis different aspects as a, as a consumer that you can make and there are new topics uh, every now and then that we introduce to them um which really in these areas i we sort of like they're still interlinked between themselves um, so in, in some aspects you know when you're tackling biodiversity so to us it really fits into the um, into the animal, uh, you know, uh, impact, but still it has a huge impact on the environment, uh, the people, um, and, and likewise, the environment can have a huge impact on people as well. So if you tackle and if you, the, you know, uh, if you use different ways to dye a clothing, um, if you use different processes and production methods that um, are there to save the waters, to uh, reduce emissions, you're actually making the planet safer as well, for the, especially for those people that are in those most impacted uh, countries and areas where they really feel the, the climate change the most. So they're interlinked in any, any ways, but the direct effect is in those uh, specific topic and area of impact. Um, so yeah, definitely sustainability is also something that um, to us has to also look at really 
it's more embedding values. So something very important actually that we have is also supporting small businesses. So as a consumer, and we actually have this, especially from our early adopters now, um, that they really um, have this value embedded within themselves. So they also want to say, okay, I want to bring change in the industry as, a, as being part of this community. And I actually choose uh, to support something that has been brought up by a person um, and can also, yeah, uh, help me actually achieve another level of impact, which is making a person's business go forward and really supporting them with my purchase decisions. And so, um, yeah, really, uh, um, we like to bring, we wanted to really bring back all the different nuances and really not just reduce the word to your shopping sustainably, but really you're shopping in a variety of way, really having a variety of impact um, and um, hopefully really guiding the consumers towards uh, this journey. Um, and something that is also very, very important to us again is that data-driven aspect. So how we started to really bring together this sustainability framework that we call, that it's the basis of actually objectively allowing products within the platform or not allowing that, we really started with industry standards that we actually developed through a data-driven approach. So we really look at, okay, so what, so from these products that we have processed, what is out there? What are brands, how are brands moving? Um, are the standards increasing? Okay, so we have, you know, um, if those products that we, we're starting to get more into the platform, how can we refine and actually increase the, the bar even higher and this is really what we want to do um, because it's really again it's about progress and what we hope to do is really showcase to consumers actually now we have only 1.5 percent of all the, the the product that we've processed um, to really show the consumer okay this is the the best item that you can get out there by having you know all the other elements of your journey true so your style your level of price and, um, you know, those uh, as a normal type of elements in the decision-making journey to buying fashion. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious, is it enough for a brand to comply with one of those standards? Indeed, actually in our platform, you can really find brands that uh, are not born with sustainability as core. Um, because we have them as secondhand or we propose uh, to a user as um, a, the, uh, a collection that they have done responsibly that actually passes our uh, sustainability framework. Um, so the, the way we actually in, in showcase brands is um, we're really transparent. So we want to be transparent and actually providing the you as a user the information that it's sometimes so hard to find you know on different websites because every web, uh, website has has a differently every brand communicates it in a different way so we're really combining it and really providing you a, a very easy way you can understand what the brand is doing and so transparently we tell you hey this brand is actually doing nothing or this brand is actually focusing on uh, size inclusivity but so because of that like this are like the two products that you can buy from them um, because they are made, okay, with recycled content at, of at least uh, 70% and, um, uh, you know, are their more responsible choice for you. Um, so when we look at uh, the product products, um, we actually have all the sustainability standards 
outside and uh, published also for those that are very into understanding deeper into that because it's uh, it's very complex uh, as as type of really we have different criteria and also the criteria are actually split between brands so um, we have a split between a big brand and smaller brand um, we have a threshold of 10 million so if it's a brand has more than 10 million of turnover to us it's uh, it goes into the higher category and of course we have higher expectation for that brand to be awarded for um, the different attributes that we give to them as a brand level Versus at the product level, we have a very objective and cross um, cross brand and cross uh, uh, you know uh, 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 company type of uh, assessment. Mm -hmm. So interesting, and it's such a, an exciting landscape to navigate. And so many things are changing so fast, and they need to change fast. So I I was wondering how you see your work in I don't know the next three years and whether you know trends that are going to emerge yeah we definitely see um and again it's what we really uh, hope here to do and um we believe that also as renew and we are in a very special position to uh, really do this because we were born digital fully digital um again like we don't hold any stocks so that's also the way we can raise the bar like we don't have to think oh but we have this warehouse of things that we need to sell no so we really can take make the decisions based on uh, a data-driven approach that can really help the industry increase their standards and increase uh, and go towards this journey faster um, what's really exciting to see is that also there are more and more companies that are emerging and um, I'm also hearing of other startups like tackling the problem from different perspectives because I believe like also Renewing is not the only solution that needs to be out there. Actually, there's a lot of other things that, you know, the, this push towards this transition needs to happen from multiple and other different sides of it, you know. Um, may that be also for consumers that are zero aware of this, because um, to be honest, and, and this is also where we see ourselves in the future, in the next three to five years, really making the major impact. Like, how can we get those consumers as well that otherwise would have never thought of uh, going more sustainable, more responsible to re-embark in this journey together with us and really make that change? I think that's also the very most exciting thing because um, we believe that anyways, um, uh, our community, um, probably also the people listening, like if to us, like we're really the advocates of this because we're really the ones that have started and we're part of uh, renewal of this journey from the beginning um but how can we like extend this to our friends how can we bring everyone that we know on board because alone um and as, as a small group of people that are making more responsible choices we're we're, we we need to grow to to and become more to really demand and make this uh, change really uh, come across towards uh, brands that are also starting and embarking their journey. But again, they really need to see that the business is being taken away, that if they don't move faster than they're doing, they're, they're not going to be relevant anymore in the market. So I really think that this is like the, the very exciting part of what we're building. And this is also like what 
um, makes it to me very exciting. Um, re helping the industry from this data perspective and really building a strong community of people that are really into this and also really are into um, enlarging, spreading the world and um, really being, bringing everyone to, to really make this change together. Oh, I agree with you so much. And yeah, obviously, this is also the goal of this podcast and continuing to talk about it over and over again. And yeah, I totally believe that um, educating the consumer is one of the biggest, you know, parts on what that brands and the industry needs to do. Um, mm -hmm. And switching back to your own fashion choices, um, apart from shopping at Renoon, uh, what is it that you do in your daily life to make um, more sustainable cho choices for yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely started with food. <laughs> So actually, what this was uh, uh, six years ago already um, that I really um, I, I was started to really be more conscious of okay, so where is this um, um, piece of this banana coming to me? Like, where is the origin of this other uh, uh, thing that I'm actually putting in my mouth? So it's about um, um, yeah, responsibility into the things that we consume and the things that we surround ourselves. Um, so definitely have to say that food has been um, a major part and has, has played probably to many of us has played a, a major role into the initial, you know, uh, journey of sustainability. And um, I have to say that another part of it, and which is very important, again, um, is the lifestyle that you choose to do. And in some way, I feel that the yoga journey also for myself has played a, an important role because i also believe that as uh, as humans we're um ready to to be more responsible of our worlds of the people around us and really prepare to to take care and think about everything else around us when we're feeling good within ourselves um when we're feeling that we have everything and now you know we can take care and we ourselves are as ourselves we're taking care of. And so now we can start also taking care of everything around us because, um, you know, there is a distinction, but not so much because we really um, have this feeling that if we also uh, take care of what it's outside of us, we're in a way also taking care of ourselves. So I have, I have this feeling that the yoga journey and mindfulness has really uh, played and is play, it always plays a very important role in, uh, in my life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. And um, finally, uh, your YouTube channel for yoga and mindfulness has generated more than 10 million um, views. I would be great if you can elaborate on, you know, the connection of sustainability and mindfulness for you. Yeah, uh, so the, the YouTube part uh, to me, again, was... Um, uh, a passion that I found um, on, on my journey. And I realized that uh, not a lot of people were actually doing yoga around me. And so I was really passionate to really bring, um, bring to them this, um, this new thing that I had discovered. And so um, when I actually asked also friends, uh, people that were around, like, why don't you do yoga? And they were Oh, I mean, I've never tried it. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be. It's one hour of sleeping. Um, and so um, that's also really the, the, the reason why and the motivation that I started it, because 
um, um, I was actually doing it every time. So I spent, um, uh, I lived for a while in Barcelona, so I had the perfect location to start. Um, and also while I was doing journeys or holidays, I would, uh, you know, film this uh, short videos. So I said, okay, um, let's do 10, maximum 20 min minutes of videos. Perfect for YouTube, perfect for people who say, okay, I've never done yoga. I can send you this link and I can tell you it's 10 minutes. You can do this. Um, so really a more like bite-sized type of um, uh, exercises and, and sessions that anyways, each and every one of us can include in every part of our day. So it's in Italian and um, uh, how it happened is that, yeah, I mean, the video started to uh, to circulate and the, the channel grew by itself. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was a very interesting um, project that I had going on. And um, again, I, I really believe that yoga has played a very important role in also my journey towards sustainability. And so um, it's actually, yeah, part of also my lifestyle and also mission to, um, to really also bring the more awareness of everything that's around us through yoga, because I really believe that, um, as a, as a practice, it helps us really reconnect and reconnection. I, I feel like it's a very important word here, uh, and concept because it's something that we've lost, uh, you know, we've lost being connected to the things that we buy, why we buy them, and how we, you know, have them and carry them in our lives. And so, yeah, I really believe that yoga has an important role to play here. I love that, Iris. Thank you so much for sharing this. Um, yeah, and check out Iris's YouTube channel as well. I checked it out and there are even some videos in English and they're so accessible and indeed um, super, super cool. And check out Renoon as well. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. And Iris, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure um, meeting you virtually. Thank you for having me. Thank you everyone so much for joining us as always i love hearing your feedback thank you for listening in stay tuned because i have a bunch of really cool interviews to share with you till the end of may so stay tuned follow on spotify rate us and check out feedspot as well bye bye till next time